Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor survived an assault from a mysterious orbital vessel. The Honor has been partially repaired and has made its way off of Core 5. In orbit, the crew finds a massive, corrupted battle chapel. How will our heroes stop this imposing threat? You guys are on board your, as I said, hastily repaired ship. When you guys got into orbit, what you immediately saw kind of still launching its assault against the planet is a battle chapel. So a battle chapel is a vessel from the imposition. It is a Star Destroyer-esque. It is a massive ship that is used for planetary assaults. Um, however, since it is from the Imposition, it is a very ornate vessel, so usually these things kind of looked like flying churches. They had a lot of decorations and symbols on them. I will admit that in my head, I'm imagining Notre Dame de Paris just flying through the air. Like, that's what I'm imagining <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's very much that with guns strapped to it. Which is what I was imagining. This one, however is similar to the soldiers that you've seen on the surface. It is, uh, it looks slimy, almost burnt. Uh, the symbols on it have been scarred off, sort of like your ship, actually, where you guys scraped off some of the imposition lettering on it. But this one has been disfigured far more. It, it looks um, unsafe, in a word. You know, it's not flying smooth. The planetary bombardment is not working as nicely as it usually would be. What do you do? Oh, uh, well... That doesn't look good. Though I mean, it, this is kind of what we expected, right? Yeah, I suppose. I don't know what. I don't, I don't know what else would have been up up in orbit here. So this is bearing down on us. Uh, on the planet. Okay. It's shooting at the planet. It's not shooting at you. Okay. For like a perspective of size, you guys are the size of you know like slightly bigger than a Tie Fighter. This is the size of a you know Star Destroyer. Gotcha. So it's. Very, 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 very big. Big enough that you barely show up as a thing. I was going to say, we're probably, we're way, we have to be way bigger than a TIE fighter. I was thinking more like Millennium Falcon, right? Because we, we, we established that we have hallways and we like have rooms. Like a TIE fighter doesn't have anything close to that. You you might have like five. Falcon versus Destroyer is still like. Yeah. 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 A like big an, difference. Wait, I know how to, I know how to do this, guys. We just land on it and then they'll think we jump to light speed. <laughs> I guess right now they don't think about you. That's how small you are. Gotcha. It's like it's like orders of magnitude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, your ship is actually probably more like the size of a Millennium Falcon in that it has crew space. But it's like, well, your ship's the size of a big house instead of a trailer. This is the size of a city. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good analogy. I liked it. So a flying city is above this this planet. And you guys are in, like, a big minivan. Gotcha. Is that the only one, or are there... That's the only thing you see in orbit around the, the planet, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think we can let that continue. Yeah, as much as it pains me to say, I think we gotta go check that out and see if we can figure out what's what's going on with these guys, because that's definitely not normal. Are you sure? I could... If I had time, I might be able to make it so we could jump to light speed. I mean, we're not just gonna let this cathedral keep firing on the planet are we i mean i'd hope not but i'm not entirely sure what we're going to be able to do against that we don't exactly have a lot of firepower on the ship and i still have a lot of repairs to make i mean i think that means we take it down from the inside then right there's got to be something we can do to gum up the works before we uh get the hell out of here also, Jyla has been very good not blowing up anything all day, so I think we should reward her. I've been her. so good. I'm itching to blow something up. 
Yeah, so I, my vote's for going to blow something up. Can I do... Can I do chuckable bomb? No, I have a thing that I'm trying to find where it's like find a weak spot. I love the idea that Caitlin, though, would make a roll to throw a bomb out of the window <laughs> at this ship. You know, like through space, literally throwing the void a void of space. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna throw a firecracker at it. Like, you know, it's the size of a city, right? <laughs> <laughs> now it's the size of a city minus a firecracker. Okay, sorry, Caitlin. You said you wanted to make a roll. Yeah, I'm finding it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I mean, I'm Zach grabbed everything from your house besides my character sheet. It's it's fine. I'm deeply offended, and I'll never forgive you. You're dead to me. I also forgot a D6 of mine. No, mm-hmm. computer. I do not want Jalebi, a sweet popular in countries of South Asia, when I type in Jyla. Okay, so I don't mean to derail this podcast with random asides, but uh, we're kind of in the moment. So, uh, were you using the Windows search where you type in a word, and then it's like, do you want to search this on Google Edge? Like, no, uh, I don't. Edge. <laughs> um, while she's looking that up, um, just so I kind of know, what is the current, uh, what's our current ship's status? Like, we were able to repair some, um, but we still have the big hole, right? Well, well we have a it's patched. patched. It's patched. You're not, you're not leaking atmosphere or anything. Okay, we're not leaking atmosphere. Uh, we were able to like jump start the engine. Are we still just kind of limping along? Like where? So your ship can do anything you want it to. It's just you're kind of not like you run the risk of stalling. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you push it real hard and something bad happens, it's just gonna be you're gonna be adrift. Okay. Okay. So, uh, my class power is pinpoint a weak point. And I get 11. Okay, so what weak point are you trying to find? Like, do you want to board the ship or do you want to destroy the ship or do you want, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want to prevent them from loading out more firepower onto the planet, like somehow slow that down. So I guess the weak point I would be like, can I somehow jam one of their like gun turrets that's what oh. i'm saying okay gotcha so this battle chapel is massive and you guys saw destruction being rained on one part of the city and it seemed like before that was some kind of brief attacks and this is seeming a lot more prolonged your guys's ship is very 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 small by comparison and there are a lot of guns so you could presumably maybe stop one cannon out of like 500 cannons so what you realize from looking at this is that every ship that flies in space that any of you know of has one weak point and that is always the engine room those are proportionally massive to the ship that controls them but the only surefire way to stop a vessel is destroying the engine of that vessel and that would stop all of it every system requires power to be used all of that comes from the engine so if you want to stop this thing, really the only way to make noticeable damage would be the engine. My class's unique ability is to roll and add smart to know something about a ship. Yep. Could I roll to find out where the engine room would be? Oh, yeah. Do it, Vi. Uh, that is exactly seven. So did we specify downsides to that or like partial successes to that? I don't believe so unless it's on the uh, like 
packet that you made up. Okay, no, that's that's fine. We'll just kind of go with you have a partial success. So the downside that you know about this is they're not putting that on the outside. Um, so the I mean, the, clearly they need to fortify it. I'm right. Guessing. Th- this is a volatile part of the ship. Uh, the energy source in this universe is called phased antimatter and it by its nature is like a black hole waiting to happen so it's not something that you want to get hit by anything ever so it is often in the heart of a ship it is often well protected so it is kind of the hardest place to get to so they don't they don't have a convenient like exhaust port that goes straight to it (laughs) well speaking of exhaust ports (laughs) between caitlin and mandy there has to be some way to vent heat and exhaust from the ship like this is a chemical reaction that happens so there are byproducts to the energy being made which are generally vented to space so yes you can see like exhaust ports that normally on a ship would be small like yours is the size of maybe an exhaust pipe or like a jet like exhaust but this is like massive 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 tunnels in the ship that lead down to the engine room so would you say that we have like a van size exhaust and they have a city size exhaust (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 but my point is like you could try to fly down in there but it is hazardous you know what i mean it's not like you shoot an energy blast down there and it's going to explode. It's like a windy nightmare tunnel leading wormily into their ship. And I'll say this too. Your goal is not necessarily to stop this ship. Your goal is to not let this planet go to war. So not only do you want to stop this, you have to prove that this thing exists. You know what I mean? And remember, if we if we die, we won't remember anything about what we did. That is correct, yeah. So we can't just go into a suicide mission. That would not be helpful. Not yet. (laughs) All right. So if there's any way we can hit the engine room, that'll deal him a bit of damage. We also probably should get some footage of these uh, slime monsters that are not in position just because nobody seems to believe that they wouldn't be doing that. Can I have a doctrine roll, Cody? A what roll? A doctrine roll to figure out, like... Oh, yeah. Go for uh, it. ...what these slime soldiers are. Because we have one on our ship for me to dissect. He's alive. Oh, no, we have a dead one. No, we have a dead yeah. one. The other guy's alive. He's just normal. Yeah, no vivisection, thanks. So can I do a doctrine roll? Yeah, what are you specifically doing? Give me the gory details. God, you know I'm queasy, right? I, I didn't actually... I, I The only thing I know about you is spiders, honestly. What I you cut out? I didn't hear what you. The only thing you know about me. Uh, I said the only thing I know about you that you don't like is spiders, which I did not put in this. I did not realize you were specifically queasy to black goo. No, not black goo, but like, like, like he's not going to describe a medical procedure to you. Okay, cool. We cut to black. <laughs> Man, we're like any fantasy book. Whenever we kind of broach the topic of kissing, not the fantasy books that I read. <laughs> Bad fantasy books. Anyway, I rolled a seven as I dissect this goo to try to figure out what makes it tick. Uh, okay, perfect. There was a downside to that that you don't know yet. Um, I am the goo. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's already he's also infected. The way this scene worked out, it was like Zach, or by Zach I mean Sully. Sully walked into the med bay with like this big floaty corpse, you know, and then you hear like the sound of buzz saws and hammers and splattering and then he comes back out and he's just like covered in goop and has basically learned that uh the internal organs and all the stuff that is normally associated with being a human 
are is all still there, but it's just all... They, they're not human, though, right? Well, kind of. They were imposition soldiers, so these guys were from the imposition, which are human-ish, right? Humanoid. The, yeah, the, the, they have arms and legs and lungs and hearts and heads. They are documented medical life form. <laughs> it, yeah, my point is, it has all the bits that you'd expect, it's just they've all gotten larger and seem to be, uh, what's a good word for this? Growing in unnatural and somewhat beneficial ways. So, like, their skin's a lot tougher. Their, like, respiratory system is larger. They've gotten bigger in stature, aside from just the regular alterations that are normal from an imposition soldier. So they seem enhanced. Um, yeah, that's what you get from a seven. But... I mean, we could argue that their brain function seems lower, though, right? Because they just feel like... They look, they just act like zombies, right, from what we've seen? Uh, yeah, that would be true. I guess uh, it's good that you picked up on that. I wasn't going to say it with a roll of a seven. But, you know, yes, you're right. There would be alterations to the brain that would seem to lower the functionality. Yeah, I mean, but we noticed that when, like, the, the, the normal imposition soldier we have won't shut up. And these guys haven't said a word. Yeah, yeah, you could put two and two together and realize there are behavioral differences, yeah. Uh, so, uh, it looks like these things have sacrificed mental capacity to be enhanced physically. So, they're, they're still human, though, right? Um, no? At what point does genetic modification make you not human? Well, that's a little more philosophical than I wanted to get. <laughs> also, quick question. When have you ever needed to make the distinction whether something is human or not before you blew it up? Fair. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, so this is, is this enough? Do we need to find out more to take back to I mean, the outlaws? It's more than the usual, usual genetic modification that the imposition is known for, but I don't think saying that the imposition has genetically modified soldiers on this ship clears them of blame kind of thing. True. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're probably going to want to find out who is who is doing this and why. Yeah, get to the source so that we can maybe. I'm assuming. I'm assuming there's something else bigger going on that we're going to have to end up dealing with. And I think it requires bombs. You thought breakfast required bombs that one day. I mean, it it does. Maybe your breakfast doesn't, but to each their own, as they say. That's still no excuse to mix Pop Rocks in my cereal. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And the stash is totally gone. No more left. <laughs> anyway. Well, it, it, it sounds like we kind of got there anyway. I was going to jump in and say, are, are we thinking that this is like a hive mind or like brain slugs? Because it sounds like either way we're going for some kind of a source. But is it... Like, I don't know if you were able to tell from your medical check, is it like... Well, I didn't find any, like, foreign objects in the brain. Cody? I didn't find, like, a brain... Like, I didn't find, like, a, a living brain slug in him. No, you didn't find a slug. You just found goop. Just, like, black goop. Hence why you're covered in black goop now. Uh, all I found was this black goop, so I don't think it would be brain slugs. I... Not being an expert in goop, that makes it hard to determine if it is like a hive mind or just no mind. <laughs> Wait, you don't have a goop PhD? You haven't done extensive research in goop? I can't wait till we meet an expert in goop. Goopology, the study of goop. What I was going to say is it sounds like we got there anyway, but... I didn't know if maybe once we find the source, once we cut off the source, everything kind of dies... 
uh, at the same time or or stops or whatever it does or if we just have to stop whatever is creating this but I'm probably a step ahead because we just have to find the source right now so Vi and I take a little stroll over to the battle chapel find the engine room blow up a hive mind or two and head back over yeah you realize there wouldn't be two hive minds right well, yes, I realized that when I said it, but you didn't have to point it out. I just wanted to make sure, because the whole point of a hive mind is so you only have one, not two. It could be a duology thing. You never know. Like, like the like the two uh, angels on your shoulder, right? Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Yep. So is one you of got it, Cap. <laughs> exactly what I meant. Just reading my mind. Almost like a hive mind we have going. <laughs> or two. Two, in fact. That's, that's not how hive minds work at all. <laughs> Nobody asked you, Doc. <laughs> Anyway, let's get suited up. All right. I imagine we're all just standing like in the airlock though as, <laughs> as we had this conversation. So you're like, let's get suited up and just ignoring the rest of us here. When you say let's get suited up, is your plan to like literally just jump onto the ship like from your ship? I mean. That sounds in character. You can tether me. <laughs> you're, I'm going to need to get flown real close. And then we'll jump across to that exhaust pipe. Okay, but you understand the exhaust port is like a winding thing. Can a ship fit in it? Yeah, it's Yeah, it's It's not like Like, it's a big... Yeah, it's a big exhaust port. We can fly the ship in there. Oh, I thought when you were saying that it was all windy, that meant that our ship couldn't go through there. No, no. No, it's just that it's hazardous. Ah. No, no, let let the woman jump. (laughs) (laughs) And and then it's not... And it's not like a straight shot that we could like fire a torpedo and then blow the ship up. I was like, when I asked about that, I was asking like, can we blow it up like the Death Star? And the answer was no. Right. Correct. So, so right. What you can't do is fly down it and find a big glowing core okay. that you flick and then it explodes. It's, it's going to be a little bit more involved than that. That's all I was saying. Well, let's get flying down there then. I know. I'm excited for Jyla to jump out and then just see the car coast along like a parent <laughs> talking to a kid on a bike. <laughs> they get tongued along. So what I want to know is who flies the spaceship on your guys' crew? Who is your pilot? Okay, we never really established that, did we? No, you did not. So who's behind the controls that's going to have to make a roll to not crash your ship? I mean, I feel like with how the rolls dole out, I'm the only one who could be. Why? <laughs> you're, 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 you'd be doing gunnery, like in a, like in a fight, like if we're doing ship combat. Vi's doing the engines. Uh, you're gunnery. Captain's captaining. So that leaves just me. I mean, a captain could also fly the ship. Yeah, I was thinking Vinny could fly. I was gonna say captain could fly, and actually, if we're not if we're not in like a fire flight, I could probably fly. Because what am I going to do? Just stare at the engine? (laughs) (laughs) We need more power. Yeah, I mean, you could be doing Scotty-esque things. Point point being, I I think that realistically, basically, I feel like all of us have some kind of flying ability. And it's just who's going to do it this time. Yeah, flying the ship is kind of like flying that thing from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where like a little control pops out. It's like, it's super fun and easy to fly. You know, it's, it's like that. You have an Xbox controller. It's not impossible. Yeah, I guess I'll be the I'll be the flyer. And the other thing too is like this is just who's picking up the 
I was going to say he's picking up the stick this time, but that, I don't know, sounds a little dirty. You know what I mean. Just because Vinny's flying now doesn't mean no one else can ever fly again. Vinny, make a piloting roll to fly us in there. I mean, I just have nothing. Like, well, what is the modifier for that? Well, I, I would say it's acting under pressure, so it's acting That's under That's not a modifier. Huh? I think acting under pressure is still also cool, isn't it? But they don't, they don't know we're here, so it's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. You act like I know any of what these rolls are based on. That is an eight. <laughs> awesome. You succeed, sort of. So you may I only crash it a little bit. <laughs> so you manage to coast and jig- jiggle your ship into the like deeper into the into the battle chapel as you enter the tunnel where you can see like heat exhausting from the ship. It is windy. There are many systems that need to exhaust and it goes through like massive coolers and stuff that you're able to fly through. It's very industrial and... <laughs> I just, sorry, I just imagined us flying through a radiator so we're just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's areas where, like, this is, like, kind of the heater exchangery thing, you know? Um, it's massive and industrial and kind of foggy as you get deeper and deeper into the vessel. Eventually, you hit, like, the deepest port... I would say that is like opening and closing that actually leads down to the specific engine room. Um, It is small enough that your ship cannot fit into it, but there are like access hatches all around it and stuff because like maintenance is going to regularly have to get in and out of here to do repairs and stuff. So, you know, it's there. Like, I guess the fact that we've, we haven't really gone through any kind of airlock. Is this whole area still like open to space? Uh, yeah. So like, an access hatch would have to be airlocked to get into. Okay, so we're immediately outside our ship is vacuum, and we would probably need to go out and. Well, I guess immediately outside of your ship is also like waste heat. Yeah, I was gonna say like a constant stream of toxic vapors and space. I mean, so it's either way, toxic vapors or vacuum, we still need a spacesuit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. In my mind, this is like a smoggy area, which I don't know if you can have space smog. I don't actually know if that's a thing, but in this, it is. There's space smog. I'm assuming it's some kind of radiation or something that our suits can filter out. Because sure. Yeah, you're not gonna die. Anyway, you ready to dance, Vi? Let's do it. I thought you were going to go blow up a ship. Yeah, we're working on that. But then, why are you dancing? Cause it's fun. Don't you mind, Doc? <laughs> You realize that wasn't literal, right? No, I, I was I was telling uh, Sullivan here that the, he realizes that, that wasn't a literal dancing. That was a figure of speech. Wait, oh, like I got it. He doesn't get it, does he? <laughs> I mean, I'm confused because when I assume thing when I, when I assume things with Jyla, I usually end up assuming wrong, and then something's blown up, and I'm freaking out, and so I just take everything literally now. Well, this time they meant something figurative, figuratively, but they are going to be blowing something up. See, see why I'm confused? <laughs> so, Jyla is suited up and ready to go. No, no, we need you to describe an explicit detail what it's like when Jyla suits up. Oh, boot, yeah. boot by boot, zipper by zipper. I imagine we have, like, Star-Lord-esque mask things. Like, flips down, yeah. That are just, like, super easy. Just, like, push a button and it's like, boom. It's there. I, I, I was going to go with the Iron Man, tap your chest twice, and then you've got a full suit now. Similar. We're, we're, we're uh, on the same uh, wavelength. We're doing Marvel. I want one of you to have a super sucky 
spacesuit now. You know what I mean? No. Like, you guys get suit up. Jyla's in, like, an old, like, scuba diver outfit, and the rest of you are in, like, these sleek, athletic-looking... Well, the whole, but the whole point, though, is we're outlaws that are, like, basically doing, like, sneaky stuff, so... I, I, I like it. Okay, so... One of us is in the iron, the original Iron Man armor. The rest of us are in, the, like, the endgame, like, Avengers suits. <laughs> so all of you guys make Act Under Pressure rules to jump from your ship onto this other ship. Are we all going, or is it just Jyla and Vi? Oh, that's a question for you guys to answer. Um, if it's if it's just going to be Jyla and I, um, then Vi is going to turn to Malcolm, and uh, she she's going to hand him like 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 a small pistol and be like, "You need to take care of the engine. Do not let anyone get to the engine." Do you understand me? Oh. Yeah, I understand. Nobody touches that engine except for me. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And like, holds the holds the eye contact until, <laughs> <laughs> until I guess Malcolm looks away, and then she jumps. Uh, that is an eight. Okay, and eleven. Okay, cool. So you both sail smoothly across this like noxious fume, and you bump into a um like a bulkhead door you're able to see like a manual hatch lever this is like security is not a super huge concern here because generally they expect these things to only be opening from you know like it's pretty deep in the ship so it's not it's weird that someone would be opening this lest they were from the ship um so you open the hatch and are now in an airlock when you close the hatch, the airlock does not immediately activate to equalize the pressure. It seems kind of like it's slightly malfunctioning, but after a moment, it kind of starts to like slowly hiss air into this chamber. Um, after the chamber finally acclimates, you're able to open the other door. All right, here goes nothing. Jyla opens the door. What do we see? Okay, is there like a perception check? I don't have the list of moves in front of me. I do. Hold on. Yeah, there's investigate. Awesome. Roll me an investigate check. Does that go with smart? Yeah, smart. Sorry. Nine. I didn't get it. All right, Caitlin, you can learn one thing. What do you want to know about this? Um, I guess a weak spot. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, yeah. So you open the door onto like dim. I should have described it before I asked you what you wanted to know. My bad. Um, you open the door onto dim and flickering lights. This usually would be like a bustling area of the ship as it is the engine room. It is massive and complex. There are pipes and. Hmm? Wait, are we already at the engine room? Yeah, you like flew down to the engine room. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that led us basically straight there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the main exhaust for the ship. Got, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Nope, that um, makes sense now. I just wasn't thinking. So this dark flickering room, usually this would be bustling with engineers keeping the ship running properly, but instead it is mostly quiet. The, um, there's, okay, yeah, so it's a massive industrial area. It's like the size of a factory, right? There are tubes, there are, tubes and tanks everywhere that are moving like coolants and other fluids around the ship like this is kind of like the beating heart of the ship so there you know there's like 
catwalks everywhere to get around to different controls and different like processes inside the vessel. Um, so yeah, now what is one thing you would like to know? <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I want to know where all the people are. Like I said, it is noticeable that there is nobody here. Um, but when you kind of stop to like try to maybe follow like footprints or like see tracks, you notice that like way far away there would be like an entry to this area of the ship and you can see a couple of guards but they're just kind of like standing still on the other end of a very large room doing nothing so are they inside the engine room or are they guarding the outside of the engine room they would be like inside of it but like i said this is a this is a massive area that is being guarded by two guys where usually there would be like a massive crew keeping this running okay all right, Jyla. Or, no, sorry. That's not my name. <laughs> Are you just trying to psych yourself up? <laughs> just giving yourself a pep talk there? <laughs> Gotta talk yeah, myself I was up. Say, I was say that, that, was, that was like an inner monologue there. All right, Jyla, we got this. <laughs> I am not afraid to blow this up. Jyla, are you afraid to blow this up? No, why would you say that? I just said I'm not. All right, Vi. There's some guards at the end of this tunnel. I don't know where all the regular folks are, but uh, what am I blowing up here? What do we need to get rid of? Uh, can I roll to know something about the ship? Uh, yes. All right. That's a 10. Cool. So you just get to know a lot about this. These ships are built on redundancy, right? So getting one of these massive um, power plants on one of these vessels to fail is not a simple task. It's not like poke a hole in this tank and then the whole thing explodes it automatically would you know divert and keep itself alive which is probably why the ship hasn't failed at this point given the fact that there's not a crew maintaining it however it is not impossible to make this happen it's just a little bit more involved so the goal here would be to agitate enough of the phased antimatter to like get the vessel to explode Mm -hmm. that could be done by you know placing charges in certain areas or rewriting code to like rewriting code to like disable certain safeties so it doesn't automatically adjust for this um i guess the thing that you learn is it is possible but it will take time and it will require like some care to like set up explosives or whatever stuff you want to do in a way that makes this possible all right where am I throwing it? Okay. So if you, I'm, I'm guessing you want to blow things up. So we're going to need to be very careful about this and place them exactly where I tell you to. Okay. All right. And I, I, uh, I'm guessing you're probably going to want us to do like a sneak check, but my plan is to kind of take her around and have her place the charges where we need them to be. Yeah, basically you're both making act under pressure rules here to like rig this thing to explode. Okay. What kind of role? Act under pressure. Okay. And I would say Mandy, you're getting a plus 1 from the fact that you learned a lot about the like the, you know, essential components of the ship when you did that in uh like knowledge of ship rule. Cool. That's another 10 for me. Okay. 9. Okay, awesome. So the good news is you guys are able to do this pretty much perfectly and without making a lot of noise. 
So, that's great. You've managed to place a whole bunch of bombs, and you are just about to make your way back to the... I imagine you have, like, some way to remote detonate these. You're just about to make your way back to your home ship, you know, like, presuming, like, hey, a mission went according to plan for once. Anyways, now we're going to flip over to the people what stayed on board the ship. Uh Uh-oh. So, uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn? Uh, yes, Sullivan? Don't we also need proof that this isn't just the imposition doing this and all we're doing is blowing up a ship right now well i didn't figure we'd be destroying it right i I figured we just are disabling it stopping them from attacking and then we can figure out what we need to get from there right i mean i didn't i didn't figure these this little attack is going to destroy everything this thing's massive. I mean, we're blowing up the engine room, Captain Mac- Malcolm Llewellyn. Yeah, but I mean, aren't these things built on redundancy? And well, I'm sure they'll have. I'm sure they'll have a backup at some point that'll build, that'll that'll jump in. I'm just saying, you sent in an engines expert who works on a smaller scale version of their engine, and someone who's really, really, really gung ho about blowing up anything she can. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that you're saying this simultaneous to Jyla and Vi pointing out the exact locations they've put bombs to disable all of this redundancy. <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess worst case, they blow the whole place up. Then our 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 mission was to stop this planet from going to war. And if we can stop these attacks, then I think that'd be kind of a first step, right? Assuming they don't blame each other for a giant battle cathedral falling to the earth. That's a good point. Or planet not earth what's earth who's heard of earth <laughs> i'm just saying shouldn't we like hack their systems or something and try to figure out what happened i mean we could try that we could try to see if we can uncover some of, like some of their orders or something or figure out where they're where they're where they're uh where they're getting their orders i guess for lack of a better word can I try to hack their systems, Cody? Oh yeah, you definitely can. You guys are giving me gold here. Is that a what is that? Act under pressure? Uh no, let's do investigate. You're not really under duress right now, you know what I mean? There's no one like seeking you out. They were doing the Jyla and Vi were doing act under pressure because there was like the potential of being caught. Twelve. Awesome. So Hacking into their system is really easy because you're on an imposition ship. So it's as simple as just like asking to have access to their computer and it's wide open for you. So basically at this point, it's kind of just whatever you want to know, like whatever information could possibly be stored on this ship. You have wide open access to because you're just considered a friend. I think I would start with or Sully would start with like seeing if there's like any orders and if that doesn't pan out, he'd, like, switch to, like, when records stopped and looking at, like, video feeds, like, if something happened. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So, as far as orders go, um, you have seen, like, regular communication back and forth to only one other place. So, on a ship this massive, there would presumably be thousands of soldiers. The communications log would be practically empty it would be about as full as one officer talking to something else does that make sense we would expect to see like just massive lists of logs of them talking to talking to maybe family or talking to other officers or talking to somebody and there's nobody's talking to anybody except for this one for the nerds for the nerds out there this would be the equivalent of opening wireshark on like an apartment-wide communic, like an apartment-wide network, and seeing one i seeing 
one IP address locally and one IP address remotely. And that is it. So it is only the ship is only talking to one other thing. Um, the name that is associated with that is uh, the Black Dreadnought. Uh, would be like the I don't know whatever tag it's going towards. You know, because I imagine it's not literally IP addresses. Yeah, that's not uh, uh, what's what I'm looking for. Imposing name at all. <laughs> the other thing then would be maybe you get like the impulse, like, hey, you know, I should probably open the latest message. Um, right when you click on the latest message, you just see like this sequence of commands that, when transferred to coordinates, are commanding several vessels to fly exactly to where your ship is right now. As you guys are looking at this, you hear a s- like within the exhaust port. Yeah, it's like would be. Send reconnaissance vessels to this location, and it is like five feet away from your ship right now. So, so basically, they, so basically, they they saw our our uh, our break in slash our access. They're like, hey, that's not normal. <laughs> now uh, they're gonna well, go come kill us. Yeah, basically, this is the result of you guys not rolling tens and rolling sevens. Is yeah, you were successful, but there was a consequence. Yeah, they they saw you, um, and their response was not just to shoot. However. As you got like as soon as you click on that command to see that thing, you hear a scraping behind you coming down the hallway. Like Jal and Vi? No. Oh. Okay. Like the goo monster not being dead. <laughs> not not like Jyla and Vi. No, I mean like is it behind Jyla and Vi or on the News. Sorry, sorry, you guys are still off the ship. This is taking place while you guys are planning charges. Um you hear a the on board the vessel where they are presumably alone, you hear a scraping coming from down the hallway. I guess I guess I'll check it out. So he's gonna go poke his head out in the hallway. Um, can I can, while he, while he's like doing this, can I be like frantically like searching to see like if there's like any um video feed of people turning into goo monsters? Uh, yeah, you can. But we're we're gonna do this thing with Vinny first. No, but that's fine. I was just saying, like, why I'm not like just following my captain into combat. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily combat. All right, so <laughs> if he dies real quick, it's not really combat, right? Commander Malcolm, you poke your head out the door and you see two glowing red eyes scraping their way down the hallway towards you, coming from the med bay. The creature that they're attached to is slowly is slowly becoming less human as it approaches you it was cut open in the process of finding out what had happened to it like all the way down to the guts and goo and is now kind of reassembling itself as it moves towards you into something so is this the is this the one that Sullivan ripped apart yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah this is like it is cramming itself back together haphazardly as it moves towards you um, so it is not like sprinting it does not necessarily look imposing or threatening and that it it's barely able to walk. It is Yeah, but it's able to walk. It is able to walk and also able to speak. Why have you come here? Well, we needed to prevent your attacks on this planet. Attacks are natural. Allow them to take place. Leave where you can. I don't understand. I guess who are you and why are you why have you hijacked these imposition soldiers? Hijacked is unfortunate words. I have returned them to what they should be. Part of what I am. We are not just one thing. But either way, you are here 
and you are making our plans difficult. I am giving you one chance to leave, or you will be taken. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna. I think we're gonna skip, uh, pick option option C there. The the creature attempts to laugh, but it kind of just sounds like slopping. You cannot leave. Where would you go? Already, you are captured. I mean, that's your opinion. My opinion. Look out your front windshield. <laughs> your front spaceport. Whatever the glass in front of your ship is called. I guess he does. You turn around and look out what I imagine is a windshield in space? Sure. I don't know. But you know what I mean. Front space camera port space camera. Um, and you see three vessels around the same size as you. These would be like light attack vessels hovering in air above you. Surrender is the only option at this point. We have no interest in really destroying your vessel. We know it would do no good. I am allowing you to be captured by my pod. Enjoy his company. <laughs> and then he just like collapses down into goo. Well, uh, this isn't looking good. Where, where was Sullivan during all this? Remind me. I was at the computer trying to find more information out about what happened to the crew of the Battle Cathedral. Okay, so did he hear this Hear this exchange? You were, like, at the entrance to the hallway where I was, like, across the room, you know? Yeah, I mean, this was, like, right next to it. This was, you know, somewhat close by, and the guy wasn't being quiet. Yeah, so that uh, that dude that you hacked apart there, uh, he he's, he kind of reanimated there, and it sounds like we're, we might be in trouble. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I guess if... I don't, do you think we can take these three ships on our own? I mean, do we have a choice? I mean, we could do what he said and surrender, but I don't particularly like that option. I'm also curious how our clone slugs work if we're not actually dead and just slug monsters. Yeah, I don't really want to find out. I don't want to. Well, actually, we won't, actually. Why Why is that? Because we'll w- either we wake up with no memories or we're stuck as a ooze monster thing that has no memory, so... Oh, that's fair. So I guess I go to the the guns... To start shooting at the other ship. Sorry, did you say you're trying to shoot the other ships? Yeah, I guess I'm going to go to the the gunnery bay, whatever, and try to try try to defend ourselves. Awesome. Roll plus sharp. Ugh, that's a six. <laughs> cool. So you have like one working. No, I rolled. I rolled smart. Not cool. <laughs> you have one working gun that you repaired during the fight on the ground. You swivel it towards their ship. It fires, and as soon as it shoots, like a big old grappling hook fires right through the gun from one of the other ships. And then another grappling hook hits your hull, and they basically just start to drag you away. Like the sh- just the whole ship? The whole ship, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought for a second I thought you were saying just me. I'm like, <laughs> what, did I get hit by the grappling hook? What? No, no, okay. no, no. Just your whole ship gets drug away. And right at that moment, as your ship's getting drug into the exhaust fog, Jyla and Vi, that is when you would be exiting after planting your bobs, seeing your ship getting towed out of the just exhaust away. fog. Yeah, just gone. <laughs> <laughs> you look to the wall and you see a sign that says no parking at any time. <laughs> <laughs> the scene that we're going to leave it on, Malcolm and Sully, you're towed for a while. Your ship is basically incapacitated at this point. Eventually, you're pushed into an airlock. 
which slides open. When you see the room that the airlock is attached to, there's only one figure waiting for you. He's a massive imposition soldier with glowing red eyes. He looks fierce and manic, but also probably the least zombie-like of anyone that you've met so far, um, in that he is, like, animated, if that makes sense. Pleased to meet you. My name is Arch Imperator Fury. Welcome to my battle chapel. We have a lot to discuss. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music is from danosounds.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're a fan of world building, check out the newest podcast to our network, World Shop. Cody and Jordan roll a d20 to determine the theme that they're going to use for the week, and then create in-depth worlds with narratives, histories, and their own unique flares. You can find World Shop on any podcast listening devices or podcast apps. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. <laughs> <laughs>